Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast hosted by the Dancing Bear Enlightenment Academy, and I am Dr. Beverly. Today's guest is Alexi Bracey, and she will talk to us about dementia is not inevitable, it's preventable. Uh, she is a coach for dementia prevention. Uh, her holistic cancer victory led her to a healing journey where she now educates individuals on how to stop and prevent dementia. Welcome, Alexi. Well, thank you. I'm so I'm delighted to be here. Great. Well, we're happy to have you here. So tell us about your personal journey. How did you get started and, you know, about your ca cancer and how you overcame that and why this is now your passion? Well, I was diagnosed more than 20 years ago. And of course, it caught me by surprise, like it does everybody. And I wasn't prepared to do anything invasive. And back then, the availability of the internet and the, um, was not what it is today. And so I spent literally three months at bookstores and at libraries researching on cancer. And boy, did I learn a lot. So needless to say, I changed, radically changed my diet and my lifestyle. I was living on the West Coast at the time where the raw food movement was a big item. Mm -hmm. So I embraced that because it's easier to eat raw food in the wintertime when it's only 40 degrees, whereas where I live in Ontario, it's minus 40 degrees. So oh, it's a bit yeah. of a difference. <laughs> and I eliminated um, toxic toiletries um, and household chemicals from my life. I did some emotional work and without any medical intervention, drugs or surgery, I was cancer free a year later. Wow. So that just opened my eyes. And I have spent the last 20 plus years learning all I can about health and healing from um, holistic viewpoint using the functional medicine model. Mm -hmm. And because I was a chef at the time, um, I switched my hat to a plant-based chef at that time. Mm -hmm. I am now just um, plant-based, but not raw. And so all these years I've helped many people, have done workshops, have worked at wellness centers, focusing on healthier lifestyles by eliminating all the toxins that contribute. And then myself, as I was approaching my wisdom years, I was freelancing, working at a nursing home. It was lunchtime and you could hear the residents in the main dining room having a lively conversation, lots of laughter. And just a short walk down the hallway was a smaller dining room where I was stationed, about 24 women seated at tables of four we had to visually show on two plates the lunch entrees. Some needed their food cut up. Some had to be fed. And some were feeding themselves like a small, a small child. All you could hear were the knives and forks on the plates. There was no social contact, no eye interaction. And mm. some of these women were only in their 50s. And it just broke oh. my heart. I thought, the world has to know that it doesn't have to be this way because I had not been exposed to anybody with dementia, like no family members or friends or whatever. So this was a real eye opener for me. And so I continue on my search and my journey and, you know, educating people, just showing them it doesn't have to be that way at all by no stretch of the imagination. That's really important. Um, yeah. I did some volunteer work in a hospital once and 
one of the nurses asked me to babysit a dementia patient for a half hour because she needed a break. And by the end of that half hour, I was wiped out. She, she, well, she actually had Alzheimer's, which is worse than dementia. Um, but the paranoia and the craziness, and they just need full-time help. Um, so if you can prevent that, that is really awesome. Um, I had a, a friend lose both parents to dementia. It's terrible what happens. Yeah, it's very taxing on the family. People don't realize because you're there 24-7 mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you have to speak to them like a child mm-hmm. and they repeat the same thing. Um, they forget. I mean, it's equally, it's hard not on, it's probably harder on the people witnessing and caregivers mm-hmm. than the person afflicted with it because you don't realize what's going on. Yeah, they don't. Well, they come and go. Right. Um, and when they're gone, they don't know. Yeah. Wow. And it's completely preventable then. or Absolutely preventable. You know. And if you already have it, can it be reversed? It can be reversed in cer- certain circumstances, uh-huh. um, but it can definitely be stopped. And uh, why, you know, even go that route where you have to stop it? Let's start the prevention now. Wow. So what, what is the primary struggle then that you see among the people you help? Well, people don't want to make changes, you know, just like um, arthritis is inflammation of the joints. Heart disease is inflammation of the heart. So mm-hmm. dementia is inflammation of the brain. So what causes inflammation? Environmental factors you know, a whole plethora of them, nutrition, um, supplements, sleep, exercise, you know, stress reduction. I mean, in, you know, in our modern age, we have more things that add to the compound, to the mixture, which is um, our foods are heavily sprayed with glyphosate, the active ingredient in Roundup. Mm -hmm. And then of course, we can't get away from Wi-Fi. And now, you know, 5G, which makes it even more taxing. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, um, what What is your secret then for helping them? I assume then that's nutrition. Well, nutrition's a part of it. Uh-huh. It just sort of envelops a whole bunch of things. But definitely nutrition, you know, our food is so heavily sprayed with chemicals and we're ingesting those chemicals. Uh-huh. And so the worst culprits right now is glyphosate, which is sprayed on, on, um, on crops to give you a better yield and kill off the bugs. But those toxins, yes, they kill the bugs, but they're also killing us. Because when we ingest foods that are sprayed with these toxins, it interferes with our digestion. And then it interferes with the production of serotonin, which leads to to melatonin, which is our sleep hormone. And your brain detoxifies while you sleep. So if you're not going to get good sleep, your brain is not going to get rid of all those toxins. Oh, wow. So how has uh, doing this work impacted you personally? Well, it hasn't really affected me personally, but, you know, I've always been a staunch believer of, you know, healthy food. It's just like, you know, having a garden. How you feed your garden is the yield you're going to get. So what you feed your body is the yield you're going to get. You know, what you feed your goldfish in the tank is whether they will survive or not. So... You know, it's the same thing with with humans, you know, really strive to eat, you know, as much organic as possible. There's a really great website, um, ewg.org, which stands for Environmental Working Group. 
and they list every year what they call the dirty dozen or the healthy 15. Mm. And so foods that are the worst sprayed absolutely have to be organic. And the ones that are, aren't, you know, you can get away with. So that the ones that are not, for example, would be something like onions or maybe cauliflower. But the foods that are heavily sprayed, it's your berries, your strawberries, your yeah. blueberries, you know, your celery, um, your spinach, you know, your greens. So, you know, you really have to pay attention to not eating those. And, you know, ideally, growing your own garden, not everybody can do that. But people that work, that live in an apartment, you know, you can do it on your balcony. You know, in the, in the summertime, if you don't have property, um, there's community gardens out there. So, you know, really support your local farmers. And, you know, you are what you eat. That's the bottom line. And you can do it hydroponically. That I have a hydroponic garden in the in the house. <laughs> oh, yeah, the garden. Herbs and lettuce. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not in an apartment, but I'm in a small house, and um, I have a small yard. Um, so I have a. I at my previous house, I just moved. I downsized, but in my other house, I had a huge outdoor garden, and I had three indoor hydroponic gardens. So I've downsized and I, I haven't been here long enough to have an outdoor garden yet, but I do have an indoor garden. <laughs> so, yeah, no, and the, yeah. the food tastes so much better too. Oh yeah. Yeah, and not only that, you can buy seeds that are a variety of different things. Like there's many kinds of radishes when you go to the store that you get the little red ones, which are good, but there's other kinds. And you can get different different kinds of carrots and different kinds of tomatoes and um, you know, a lot of varieties that, and I like beets, um, and you can even get white beets. So there's all kinds of beets, um, and they taste so much better than, and one of my favorites is zucchini. And you go out in the morning, I like to harvest first thing in the morning. And you, you don't wait till the zucchini is huge. You get the little teeny ones and they're, you, you don't even need to cook them it's like eating butter they're just soft and they're not seedy um so that's my favorite when zucchinis are like about two three inches long mm. and they're just right off the bush and you pick them for breakfast <laughs> but you can't do that unless you grow them yourself because no, in the store they're big and they're hard cucumbers are another one i love homegrown cucumbers um and i make my own sauerkraut so if you grow your own cabbage, you can make your own sauerkraut. Yeah, the and fermented vegetables. Awesome source of probiotics. Oh, absolutely. Um, the fermented vegetables are really healthy. So what can people expect when they work for you? Do you have a certain process or, or how do you how do you do that? Well, I, I do have an online program. Um, you know, um, dementia is, is um, preventable, but I also do individual coaching. And so I have a, a lengthy questionnaire that I get my um, clients to, uh, to fill out to really get a better flavor of exactly what's going on because there's many things that cause dementia. It's not just one thing. So like if you imagine a tree, a tree has um, branches going out and it will yield you know, good fruit or not bad or, or bad fruit. So on these branches, you will have say dementia um, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, or cancer, autoimmune disease, whatever, and what those leaves, how those leaves came to be, if you follow it down to the roots, is what you fed them at the roots. So what are causes that may cause the dementia? 
It could be diet, um, lack of nutrition, poor sleep, lack of exercise, um, spraying heavily sprayed foods, toxins, mold, uh, silver amalgams, unresolved emotional issues. I mean, it, the list just goes on and on. So I really try to streamline, you know, exactly several key factors that are, are the result of this dementia. And everybody's unique. Everybody is, we're not Barbie, one size fits all. Mm -hmm. So based on, you know, what your, what your challenges in or what your weak organ is or system, we work to strengthen that, you know, get rid of the toxins that may be infiltrating your body that are responsible for, you know, your poor memory. And then, uh, you know, I put a program together. I provide you with recipes, ongoing support. You know, what I might really strive to do is I don't want you to know how to do it. I don't want you to do it. I want you to know how to do it. Yeah. And, you know, research has shown that when people attended a course, 7% of the population put it into practice. But if people attended the course and had a coach, 76% of the attendees got benefit from the course because the coach was there to help them along mm -hmm. you know yeah. like, when we work in numbers there's strength so it's the same thing with coaching one-on-one -on -one. um we need that support because sometimes you'll waver and you don't know what to do and you think oh i'm just going to give up well a coach is there to help you along i mean you know why do successful basketball teams succeed because they have a coach why does a golfer succeed because he has a coach so coaches are really paramount that's very true. Yeah. Um, although sometimes in a group, uh, what I like about groups is someone will ask a question that I didn't think of. <laughs> I go, oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, for sure. Or maybe you haven't thought of maybe that's part of your challenge. Mm -hmm. And maybe you can offer some suggestions. So, yeah, you know, so there, it works both ways, taking the program and then being part of a group for support and then embark embarking on a one-on-one -on -one. so i mean that's like really magnifying to get mm -hmm. the, the best results possible but coach you're right sometimes that one-on-one -on -one coaching and and it um it it adds to your uh, accountability mm -hmm. so when you're when you're held accountable people are more likely to make the change because nobody wants to change i'm an acupuncturist and i know sometimes i'll tell people you need to change your diet and do this and they'll do it and then they'll feel better and then they go back to the old ways which doesn't help you have to keep doing it so that's where the coach comes in to help you not fall back onto some old habits um so what do you feel is the key factor in in preventing dementia so we don't get it a lot has to do with mindset the blue zones which boasts which are five communities on the planet that both boast the healthiest, longest living well into the 90s and 100s mm -hmm. with a sharp mind and agile body, it's their lifestyle habits. Probably above everything is having meaning and purpose in your life. Mm -hmm. What gets you up in the morning that you're excited about? Mm -hmm. You know, you may be planting that garden. Maybe you're volunteering um, at the animal shelter or maybe you're volunteering at the senior's home or driving a senior to do some shopping, or maybe you're mentoring your granddaughter on how to make cookies and she goes up to be or, or you take your, your grandson under your wing and you teach him how to ski 
and he becomes a, a, a professional skier. So what gives you meaning and purpose in your life? So these blue zones all live with strong community ties and they wanna maintain that and pass on their traditions onto their children or their grandchildren. Mm -hmm. So they have meaning and purpose in their everyday activities. This is for the betterment of the, the other person and for the betterment of me. And it makes me feel better. So service to others, not just service to self. <laughs> That's, That's right, absolutely. Big time service to others. I mean, it makes such a big difference. My girlfriend plays bingo with her four-year-old grandson on FaceTime. Oh. <laughs> he makes the appointments and he calls her. Nice. We, he will live forever and remember that as an adult. And I used to play yeah. bingo with my grandmother. And this is something for my friend to look forward to, to spend time with her grandson. You know, nice. It doesn't have to be anything monumental. Uh -huh. Just little things that give you meaning and purpose and give you pleasure and being of service to your mankind. And a little happiness. Now, did you say there were three things that, that the Blue Zones have? Um, they also grow their own food. Uh-huh. Healthy water. And healthy water. You know, they all live near water. Uh -huh. And, you know, sunshine. sunshine. You know, they're surrounded with sunshine. We spend so much time at our computers you know, we're, we're deficient in the exercise part of it and mm -hmm. the mental stimulation part of it. Cause for some people, it's the same thing, the same mundane thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. So, you know, physical, mental, and social activities are paramount, not just for older people, but like for everybody. And it sounds like they're also well-grounded because they're outside sometimes. Well, that's just it. I mean, it makes, makes such a big difference. You know, when yeah. we were kids, we used to play outside all the time. Now everybody's inside playing on their on their computers. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's really interesting. Um, I, I saw a special once where they interviewed people over 100. And what I found interesting was this one old man. He lived off of bananas and Oreo cookies. <laughs> How on earth did you get to 102 with that diet? <laughs> Well, I don't think it was forever, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he must have been eating something more than that. That's all he would admit to. Um, so um, the role you think nutrition plays in preventing dementia, what do you think that is? How important is that? Well, absolutely. It's, I can't really say any one thing is paramount because if you're eating better, but you're not getting exercise or mental stimulation, you're not going to achieve the results that you want. Mm -hmm. But definitely nutrition plays paramount because we need to eat to survive. Mm -hmm. And if you're feeling better, then you'll have more energy to do the other things to improve your cognitive function. Does that uh, include fasting or just the food you eat? I highly recommend at least, you know, doing a, a week long fast, you know, quarterly. Uh -huh. um, I, I fast one day a week. Mm -hmm. And I do practice, um, I, I don't eat until 11 o'clock in the morning and my last meal is by five o'clock. You so do intermittent fasting. Yeah. Because yeah, it gives your body time to, to digest. And, and, you know, because when people eat late at night, again, it interferes with your digestion. And it's really imperative, again, with, with the sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do intermittent fasting. This week, I actually did a three-day fast. Oh, I, good for uh, you. I just had this funny feeling things weren't quite right. So I did a, I used a lot of Oracle cards and I did a reading and they said I needed 
needed to fast and walk my dog longer. So I took longer walks with the dog, even though it was freezing cold. It's really cold where I am. <laughs> so I walked in the cold, which is supposed to be really healthy for you anyway to get cold. Mm -hmm. and, and then did a fast. And then I felt much better after that, <laughs> that three day. Um, and I'm thinking I'm going to do that again because um, I felt so much better afterwards. So I agree. Those are very important. Um, so what role do you think? Um, I, th I think I just asked you that. I'm sorry. <laughs> the next one's really important, I think, is uh, the relationship between Wi-Fi and dementia. Talk about that. Oh, that, you know, could be number my number one, the mm -hmm. most important. Mm -hmm. um, people, more people on the planet have cell phones than they do computers. Everybody is always on their cell phone. People mm -hmm. at the dinner, family dinner table, people in the restaurant, waiting in the grocery line, waiting at the cashier at the gas pump. Everybody's always on their cell phone. And, you know, people take their cell phone to bed. They put it under their pillow. <laughs> really? Well, what if I miss an important call? Well, what if you don't? That's you what know? voicemail's for. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, your bedroom should be electronic free. Yes. No electronics in your bedroom of any kind. You don't go to bed watching Netflix on your iPad. Right. You don't have your cell phone anywhere close to you preferably turn it off but if not then at least put it on airplane mode and not beside your nightstand but as far away from you as possible and no, no tv the bedrooms for sleeping or whatever <laughs> well, I, actually i say um your bedroom is only for two reasons one of them is sleeping yeah okay that i like that <laughs> yeah. um yeah i leave my uh, i have a home office and my cell phone's in my home office. If I leave the room, the phone stays there. If I miss a call, I miss a call. If I'm in the garage, I'm in the garage. If I'm outside, I'm outside. I, if I'm walking the dog, I'm walking the dog. I don't take my phone yeah, with I, me. I don't take my phone <laughs> with my dogs either. You know, you see a mother pushing her baby stroller and she's on her cell phone. You know? Now, do you know? I don't know if you could. Yeah. So this is Organite. Do you know about this? Oh, excellent. Crystals are so powerful. Yeah, I keep this one by my computer, but I have about, I think, four large pyramid organons um, next to my router. <laughs> it's, like, it's like surrounded by it. <laughs> and then I have more on my dining room table. Um, I've tried turning off my Wi-Fi at night, but I have a... I have a burglar alarm system and it's Wi-Fi oriented. When I turn it off, it messes up the doorbell and and okay. the wife, then the alarm system doesn't work. So I have to leave it on now <laughs> all night. But um, yeah, I surround myself with this. And and uh, there's some other, uh, there's another crystal I heard of. I forgot the name of it though. That's also supposed to help if you don't want to buy this. There used to be before, <clears throat> the shutdown, there was a wonderful company in India that made very inexpensive ones, but they're gone now. Um, and I haven't found too many people that are making it today. But um, we have to do something. And I suggest to people, if you can, turn off your, uh, your internet router and Wi-Fi at night. 
don't even leave it on so that when oh. you go to bed you don't and when you when you log on for your computer or your phone and you look and see how many people around you have Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. where I lived before, there'd be this long list of people that all had Wi-Fi. So you're just surrounded by all the EMF poison. Up where I'm at now, there's only a few of us. So I'm, <laughs> there's a lot less toxicity where I'm at now. Um, but just look around and some people uh, will actually make uh, their bedroom like a Faraday cage. Yes, that's right. So if, if you have a, a, a stucco house, it's almost a Faraday cage because they have like chicken wire that they use to put the stucco on. And so that's kind of like a mini Faraday, which is why you don't get as good a phone reception in the house as you do outside. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you can enhance that by putting things on the wall. Mm -hmm. um, and I did have one patient who was extremely sensitive to EMF, and that's what she had to do. She she grounded her bed. So there's a lot of places you can find on the Internet that help you. And, and on YouTube, there's a lot of videos I've watched on YouTube on how to um, protect yourself from EMF. But yeah. you're right, that one is, we're really poisoning ourselves, and 5D will just make it worse. Yeah. It's, that's just probably the worst thing that they're um, that they're doing to us. Um, so, um, do you have anything else about this you want to add? You know uh, that we need to know about dementia and preventing it and being healthy and even about your food recommendations. Um, one other thing that I like to bring to attention is what do you do for stress reduction? You know, some people do the martial arts like Qigong or yoga or Tai Chi. Um, some people meditate. Those are all very good. Mm -hmm. One thing, one practice that I really like is called Blue Mind. And Blue Mind is a word coined by Dr. Wallace Nichols, a marine biologist. And he says, Blue Mind is achieved when you are in, on, or near water. Mm -hmm. So why do people go to their cottages in the summertime to mm -hmm. the islands in the wintertime? Mm -hmm. There's powerboarding, sailing, mm -hmm. skiing, canoeing, swimming, water fountains, swimming pools. In the winter, there's um, there's skiing and, and snowboarding. You know, taking a walk in the uh, in the rain. Mm -hmm. You know, on your on your screensaver, the sounds of waves crashing against the shore or raindrops on your window pane. Very relaxing. It's that blue mind state, mm -hmm. and let's not forget baths. You know, very relaxing. Take a, you know, a bath several times a week, maybe with some essential oils, light a candle, some nice music. And I would like to also add that baths are not exclusive to women. Yes. <laughs> or go so, and get a pedicure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Dr. Wallace Nichols took a group of marine biologists, uh -huh. retired marine biologists who, had, who were all suffering from PTSD down to the Caribbean to repopulate the coral. They mm. all recovered oh, because wow. of their connection to water. And if you think of it, we spend the first nine months in water. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why are water births becoming so popular? Mm -hmm. It's that really relaxing state. Well, I know in Hawaii, the Hawaiians, if they have any kind of emotional issue, they go and stand on the shore and stare at the water. And they mm -hmm. stand there, even if they stand there 24 hours or overnight, they just stand there until they're okay again. 
And um, the research I did said they had no mental illness until the white man showed up and stopped them from doing that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, water is, yeah, the water is very, very healing. That The water element is the healing element. That's what it does. It's mm -hmm. the symbol of femininity and women are the healers, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's very true. And, of course, we're the blue ball, so the blue waters. Um, that's that's really uh, important to remember. And I would say add a little Epsom salt to your bath and detox oh, at the same time. Yeah, Epsom salts and apple cider vinegar and baking yep. soda, a cup of each. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But make sure your baking soda doesn't have any aluminum in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and your deodorant. Thank <laughs> you. So tell us how people can get hold of you. Well, I have a free quiz on uh -huh. my app called The Whole Health App. And um, are you at risk for dementia? Uh, 15 questions uh -huh. with the answers. And uh, it's a really great insight for people that have no idea, for example, where glyphosates are, are used besides the food that we eat. Uh -huh. Any grassy area like school parks golf courses, lawns mm -hmm. are sprayed with glyphosates. That's why they're so green. And this all came to light with um, when Monsanto, the uh, makers of glyphosates, Roundup, uh, or Roundup's glyphosate, uh, they, he sued the Monsanto um, because he caught, he was, um, he got cancer, contracted cancer and he attributed uh, he was a groundskeeper and used to maintain children's uh, school parks, schoolyards, and, and parks. And he had um, terminal cancer, and it was proven without a shadow of a doubt that it is cancer causing. Yeah, I remember that case. He, he won several million dollars for that. That's right, yeah. Which doesn't really help when you're dying. No, but. But it uh, made a I, point. It made a point. I stopped using Roundup after that. I had no idea. <laughs> it's like, oh my. How do you feel about um, uh, GMO modified foods? Well, that's another really big one. Anything, any, in, in, in the corn, canola, cottonseed, soy, the four oils we absolutely have to not use, and all vegetable oils contain canola oil in it. Mm -hmm. So I really urge my clients and, every, and, the, and the listeners to learn to read your labels mm -hmm. and what the ingredients really mean. So genetically modified foods are, are right up there with, with your glyphosates. So that's why it's, it's so important to eat as much organic as possible. And even packaged foods, even though it says organic or 99% natural, doesn't mean it's organic. You know, read the, the, yeah. the ingredient, lab, the labels, you know, the stuff, what's in it. And if you don't understand what the word is, look it up. You know, like, for example, they'll say natural flavors. Well, if it's natural flavors, what are they? Yeah. Natural, natural colors. Well, natural, you know, because there's just so many toxins put into our food that people don't realize. Like, for example, in pet food, um, uh, meat, um, natural uh, animal meal. Well, what's animal meal? Animal meal is chicken, chicken, um, um, their, their legs and their, and their, and their, and their, um, their innards and their bones. You know, so like, you know, in, there is no such thing as a meal. What is the, in the meal? It's like end pieces that people don't want to use anymore. 
Yeah. So just being educated, read your labels, because it'll affect you across the board, not just with dementia, but with your health, period. Yeah, I find a lot of food marked organic. And when I read the ingredients, they have things like our canola oil, which is GMO modified. And to me, that's not organic. No, it's not. Um, so, yeah, that's very, very important. So you, you give people this quiz so that they can figure out what they're doing and evaluate them. And uh, where do they find this quiz? It's on my app, the Whole Health app. Okay. And so... Um, so for for those of you on YouTube, uh, the link will be posted below. For those of you who are listening, I'm going to say the link. It's https colon slash slash, the standard link prefix, wholehealthacademy.ca. So it's W-H-O-L-E, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, academy, A-C-A-D-E-M-Y dot C-A. So go to Alexi's app, and um, again, that's wholehealthacademy.ca. So are you in Canada? Yes, I am. Okay, but you still consult with people everywhere, right? Doesn't we matter. consult with people worldwide, so. Very good. Okay. Well, Alexi, do you have any closing remarks for the audience? Um, just one thing I probably would like to add. Um, it's really important to practice gratitude every day. Mm-hmm. You know, even for the bad things, there's something to be grateful for. Like, for example, my uh, diagnosis with cancer, I'm grateful for it because it changed the direction of my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if you lose your job, one other better one comes up. So still be grateful for it. Mm-hmm. And so you know, be grateful for the flowers and the sunshine and the water. How I show gratitude is I approach strangers at the dog park, at the grocery store, at the ATM machine, and I say, can I put a chuckle in your heart? And people look at me and go, I'd like to tell you a joke. Why do I do that? Well, maybe that person just lost a job. Maybe a loved one just died. And so for two minutes, I have a captive audience. It lightens their spirits. They laugh out loud. It feeds my soul. And they may go home and share it with a loved one or a colleague. So just for two minutes... People think, well, the stranger took the time to, to talk to me, and I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So having said that, may I share a joke? Yes, please. Okay. So a lady rushes out of the drugstore, and she realizes that she's locked the keys to her car. And she clasps her hands together and looks up to the heavenly skies and says, God, please send me somebody that unlocked the keys to my car. One minute flat, a biker appears. Tattoo, skull cap, big beer belly. Hey, lady, you need some help? Oh, please, please, sir, unlock the keys to my car. Can you please unlock them? One minute, the car is unlocked. She clasps her hands one more time, looks up to the skies and says, God, thank you so much for sending me such a nice man. The biker overhears. He says, lady, I'm not a nice guy. I just got out of prison for car theft. One more time with clasped hands, she looks up to the skies and says, God, thank you so much for sending me a professional. <laughs> pretty good (laughs) that's a good one thank you it's all a matter of perspective and and how you uh, phrase it (laughs) it's that's a good lesson for us all (laughs) well alexi it's been really wonderful and everyone remember to uh, check out alexi's link and remember to be the light you want to see in the world 
Thank you all for coming.